Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast, the preview show and a game to look back on. Another win, another clean sheet and we're going to look forward to what will surely be another win and another clean sheet against Portsmouth on Saturday. I'm Roy Fallow, joined as ever by Matthew Keeling. Hello. How are you doing, Matt? All right. the, still basking in the glow of another win as the party bus rolls on? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, I am. I'm, uh, I'm delighted. Absolutely delighted. And why wouldn't you be? Oh, and we're also joined, dialing all the way in from Vienna. First time on the pod in a while for Tom Walsh. Tom, how are you dialing in from Europe? Uh, guten Abend, Herr Rory. <laughs> uh, it's like Eurovision, oh, Matt. It's like Vienna calling. One, yes. one nil. Have that crew. <laughs> <laughs> I just Brilliant. like to say, Tom, that you um, you mean nothing to me anymore. Very <laughs> excellent. Getting that in. Not even <laughs> what. I'm not even a minute into the pod. He's been he's been waiting weeks that for that. Been waiting I was weeks. Gonna, uh, I weeks. I. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant uh, But yeah, before we get to look at Portsmouth on Saturday We we don't usually get on the preview show to to review a game Sunderland AFC 1, Crew 0 Tom, it was, I want to come to you first, Cos Because you've been obviously moving to a different country And that you haven't been able to watch the lads as much And it was the first time you probably got to watch us on Tuesday night Yep, yep. What did you What did you make of things? Did you think we looked any particularly different the last season? Do you think we looked better in areas, worse? What was your overall feeling on the game? It's for the first time in a while that we've, it looked just completely in control. Um, I've only, like I said, I've only watched the like highlights from the other games and I've heard that the the opposition aren't up to much, but they can't really be up to much when it's just like it's just. No one can really get past us. The midfield is so solid. And watching Grant Ledbetter just control the midfield like a, a Rolls Royce is really like heartening to see. And it's just um it was just a bit of a pity that we couldn't um couldn't have got a few more goals. And it's like on a different day, Gooch is when Gooch goes through he scores. Bailey Wright doesn't miss from a yard out. And yeah, it should have been a much more comfortable night, but there's no, there was no point in that match where I thought that like, Crew were up to much or did even like even threaten to score. And maybe this is maybe we've got to a point now where teams are a bit a bit more a bit iffy about playing as like now that they know that they can't really whip up the crowd against us or influence a referee mm. to the extent um, they used to do when you know when we had fans back in, and it's just. It's quite good to see, and it's just the thing is, I can see it now just grinding our way to promotion in the most boring way possible, but <laughs> oh, also ab- absolutely, but also the most satisfying way possible because it'll annoy everyone else. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You, you <laughs> well, if there's one person who I know massively endorse that, it is Matthew Keelan. Like, yeah. You'd be well on board with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, winning the league by scoring like 42 goals, <laughs> <laughs> but conceding like, none. Con- con- yeah, conceding four. <laughs> it's interesting though, isn't it? Because people are pointing to the the lack of goals in the team, but personally, given <clears> that we, like you said, Tom, we're creating those chances. On another day, Lyndon, you know, the keeper got pretty lucky with that. I think you know, it's just yeah. slapped off his face. Yeah. Bailey Wright should score. Even Power had a chance from fair enough, maybe a bit of a half chance from a tight angle. But even like with the balls, we were putting it in the box and everything. Like on another day, that could have been a two, three, even four nil win. So. Yeah. If we're creating those chances, for me, 
I'm fine with us because it's not like we're. It's very different to what we were like under Jack Ross, where we would sometimes dominate teams. It would be one nil. We'd have that pressure where we, you know, had an f- absolute flurry of chances. Didn't capitalise on it. The confidence went. We sat deeper and deeper and deeper. Whereas even when we're just one nil up, we don't look any different really in the seventieth, eightieth minute than we did in like the tenth or twentieth minute, do we? It's just total constant domination, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it was touched. No, it, it, was tu- it was touched on during the game. It's, I think, uh, like I said, there was no point where you thought, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna they could nick something in. We've seen it so many times, especially when we played. I don't know, like Dross, like Burton Albion or something, where they'll just get one chance and score. Whereas, yeah. like the first twenty-five minutes, like Crew barely got out of their own half, and it's not. It wasn't a case of like we're just peppering their goals with chances. It's just like the close, the the pressure, and it's just like they just couldn't get out. And like I said, there's testament to the way he's set the team up and the way, like actually for this season especially that he's actually. Like Parkinson is actually changing the team up to suit whichever team we're playing. It happened while well, I was listening that it like Swindon wanted to play out from the back, so we had a more like um, pressing from the front kind of system. And it's the same with Crew; they wanted to play out from the back, and we just we just didn't let them, so they had to lump it forward, and it just keeps coming back and back. And it was uh, yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> it is nice. I, I think like one difference um, for me is. We we re- we've relied previously on um, under Jack Ross and, and under Parkinson. To be fair, we've when we've been one nil up, well, we've won the games narrowly. They've been like wonder goals. Like I really look back to like the South End game at home. We won one nil. Was it and Maguire scored? Oh um, nine scored like a lovely header. And there's been like we beat Wimbledon one nil with someone like a strike from a thousand yards, and we beat Milton Keynes when Power scored that wonder goal and. We seem to be scoring goals where we just we sort of like create them, like we're creating lots of chances. And I think if well, the strike is one day we'll have the shooting boots on and we'll win seven nil. Like we'll we'll ha- we'll hammer somebody this season. Yeah, and I know yeah, we yeah. we've done that before, but like the, that's because I think the oppositions we've played this season have been poor, but we've made them look awful. We've made them look really really bad. I mean, Swindon were pathetic. And we've lost to patheticness. Like, we <laughs> haven't beaten... Like, we hadn't beaten shite like Wickham. I know they got promoted, but we hadn't beaten them until last season. And I think it just seems like... Almost like the players are bored of losing <laughs> rubbish teams and they've just thought, like, right, actually, this is shit. We want to get out of this league. We're sick of playing these no-mark teams. And I think someone mentioned the crowd... It was you or uh, Tom mentioned the crowd earlier, like... Not having the crowd in is a massive advantage. Not for our fans not being in, but we can't. Like you haven't got like dickhead opposition fans coming up thinking it's a cup final again, yep. and they're going to have a lovely day out and they're going to spoil it. And the referees they're going to bring three thousand people. Like the whole town will come up. Yeah, and they don't get any sense of occasion. There's no, no, nah, there's nothing, and like that's great because not only does it nullify the highlight of some of these players' careers, it like. It just plays massively into our hands. It just makes it like the games might as well be played at the academy. It's well, what it just it gives it that feel of like you know cup games where like even if we're in the Premier League and we play like Exeter in the cup yeah. and the you know the ground wouldn't even be half full or or even like EFL cup yeah. games, especially when like 
the way at times that game against Crew. I don't know if either of you went to it, but can you remember when we beat Man City's kids? Yes. In the run, in the run to the Checker Trade yeah. final, and we were just totally dominant. Their kids did nothing. Like it was, it was like playing one of those teams. It's a and, training exercise, basically. Yeah. It's, it's like we, Man City. When we play, I remember that game um, vividly. I remember them being very neat and tidy, but they could have played for four months and not scored. Yeah. Like, and we just look bigger and stronger and just miles better than anybody that we've played. Do you think there's an interesting... And fit? Uh, yeah, we do look really fit, actually. I was, I was going to say that, but that's one thing Parkinson's really instilled is, is fitness. Not that we didn't look particularly like unfit <coughs> under Jack Ross, but Parkinson's been here nearly dead on a year now. What a year it's, it's been. Oh, a lovely year since our best friend came in. Uh, obviously, there's <laughs> right, right, obviously right. right. Bit... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but this has been going on. This has been going on for too long. This has been going. No, this will stop, Tom. This will stop when there's a bad run of form. <laughs> or when we get, or when we get a picture with someone else, yeah, which will never happen because we'll never be allowed to meet anyone again. No. So it's yeah. Phil Parkinson forever. And there's no point getting a picture with him if we can because I have masks on. So exactly, exactly. But yeah, it's been a year since he nearly came in. And I know there's a bit of an asterisk next to that because obviously last season didn't get finished. But it's taken us to this point and Phil Parkinson coming in for us to look this solid. I know mm. there were times under Jack Ross where we did blow teams away, but we never looked this robust and this like unlikely to concede goals. I was I was looking at it earlier actually, see looking at how many shots on target we've conceded so far this season. In the league games, six league games, the opposition have only had seven shots on target. That's pretty so basically, incredible, really. Just over one betting. shot per game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, awful for bets. Whereas, like, you know, I don't know, I don't know what that was like under Ross, but we all know that there were times where we felt nervous and teams were getting at us to only concede one shot per game like Matt you could be in goal at the minute oh well I I know it wouldn't make a difference and like for as much as we've been nervous about Lee Burge that'll be helping him growing confidence as well and at the other end we're creating about an average of four and a half shots on target per game that's Mm. not you know maybe you would want that to be a little bit higher Mm. but it's not bad and it does kind of indicate we're going in the right direction yeah massively very much at both ends of the pitch aren't we well that was Sorry, go on, Matt. Go on, Tom. No, no, go on. I was just saying, this, this is how Parkinson uh, built his, his Bolton team that, that went up. It was no, like kind of no-frills kind of thing, but very solid at the back with players like, like veterans like Wheat, David Wheater and um, Mark Beavers. And I think he, looking at the face of it now, he, the signings of Willis... Um, I know that was a Jack Ross signing, but like um, and Bailey Wright as well. It's really those are the players that are going to take us forward, and it's but it's also quite it's reassuring that even when those players are out, that you can players like Flanagan and even bloody Luke O'Nine playing at centre half. <laughs> I mean, I think that's if we're playing now a makeshift right back who was a midfielder at centre back, it's kind of like taking the piss territory really, of, yeah. and we're still not conceding. Like shots or goals, I think that it really bodes well for because if you're not conceding, like I'm not going to go Kevin Keegan territory, but if you don't score, you don't concede goals, you're not going to lose, are you? So, <laughs> I think. Look, how many true, games though. did we? How many games did we win because of McLaughlin having like an amazing game and yeah, 
like we should have lost because we had a goalkeeper that was probably like a level above, arguably, really. Yeah. Um, and I think we wonder if it's in his mind that <laughs> it's probably not going to happen with Lee Burgeon goal if we do concede loads of like loads of shots. Yeah. And in terms of have a worse goalkeeper, and we'll have to show up the defence. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was fl- he did flap at one on the end just uh, well, he flapped at everything little... but it doesn't matter well, I, well it, I did see you know the funny like the footy banter accounts where it was just like there's only one goalkeeper that's not conceded a goal from open play and it's like yeah. Lee Burge and it's like it's not down to him <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really yeah, not down to him yeah, it's he's trying his best just to be fair <laughs> looked, at, looked at only the stats and the yeah. stats alone like it's a really good advert for stats don't quite who, tell the who whole who gave story. away yeah. that penalty which you conceded from yeah. hmm? Hmm? <laughs> That was well, yeah, four minutes thing. into the season. What a clown. Like, that, that's another thing. <laughs> that is one of those shots on target as well, of those seven, is that penalty yeah. as well. Like, yeah, well <laughs> that's amazing. So, that. like, that was so one of his saves is negated, really, because he <laughs> he gave the penalty away. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dafty. Yeah, okay. Fucking oh, nice. <laughs> oh, come on. Let's, let's, let's be nice. Fucking let's drop him. Leave, uh, get him dropped. Get, of... get Cartoon Matthews in. What a good yeah. <laughs> Matthew. Get, I'd rather Matthew Keelan. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. No, that, when we get promoted, stick him in for the last like six games and concede like 25 goals. Just be great. That. <laughs> He's just rubbish, him, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think I think Matt deserves to to go in goal to 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 see how difficult it is. Obviously, because right. of that tweet that you did during uh, the, yeah. the preseason. It, it, was, game. it was disgusting. That it was. It, it was, was way terrible. out of line. Way out. Of line. It, it was. A... But look, it was out of order. It, 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 <laughs> Are you holding your hands up? Um, no, well, that's no, more than he did, isn't it? Yay. Hey. There we go. I thought yeah. I'd set you up for that. Um, it was funny. Obviously, no, you, were was contributing, you were contributing to a toxic atmosphere. That is what, to be fair, that is why players are rubbish, to be fair. <laughs> that's the toxic like atmosphere of nobody in the ground. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's, that's why he's um, number two, because of that tweet. I agree. Agree strongly. Sorry, so really, um, I did this a favour. Sorry, just before we move on, I've just another point on the like having the no crowds in. Just like I said, just off the one full game of watch, it's like in the past few seasons, any foul that we committed, all the opposition's players were hounding the referee mm-hmm. like every single game. It was none of that at crew, and we were putting in some like meaty challenges. And I don't know whether that's like you can't really sway a referee's opinion in front of nobody right. or whether it's just yeah i don't know this the these like you say the occasion's not there i mean crew especially on their first ever away game it's like they've not <laughs> <laughs> you think it'd be a big a big thing for them i mean the last time they actually had an away game was when they played at sunderland in i know they only seem to yeah. seems to be every um Every fourteen years or so, they yeah. will they will play away yeah. from home. Um, I mean, just for yeah, just well the uh, must be something they were getting the the pitch relayed, I guess. But yeah, they, they, still, they still get beat though. Crucially, they, just, that's the thing. Still, like that. the crew have never won a way, a game away from home. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a bit, it's a bit like you know um, that bit in the Pirates of the Caribbean where they can only go on to land once in every ten years. It's a bit like that. Like people from crew can only leave crew once every like fourteen, fifteen years, but they can only go and watch uh, a game in Sunderland. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, and they missed the chance oh. this time, so they've got to wait till like twenty thirty-five now. So yeah, 
well, sorry, yeah. sorry about Crew. Yeah, sorry, Ho- crew. hopefully they will be actually go to a game. Oh, back. Crew did drama, of about Crew. They did have that amazing uh, flag that was like living Crew. I was like born in Crew, living Crew, dying Crew. So, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally the most depressing flag <laughs> in the history of the time. Never get on the trains that we're famous for. No. Like, don't even leave. No, no, never. Just stay in Crew. <laughs> I'm just uh, John like, Let's get away from. Let's, let's get out of crew, unlike their fans who can't. Charlie Wyke, two good performances in a row. Yeah. Probably going to keep his starting place. It's positive, isn't it? You know, we've been struggling to settle on a striker so far. Wyke's came in for a bit of deserved stick, so seeing him actually play competently and not give away loads of fouls is, is pleasing on the eye, is it not? Yeah, he's doing all right, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, it is good, look... It, it's good to see any striker performing well, but maybe, maybe it's um, a, finally two and a bit years into his into his t- tenure. I was going to say tenure. He doesn't manage us. Um, <laughs> two and, no, let's stick with tenure. I like ten, that. Charlie White's tenure. Two and a half years into that, um, it looks like the player we might have thought we'd signed. Maybe mm. um, he's done well, hasn't he? To be fair, I've, I'm not going to say that I think he's great. Because I don't, but well, he's not. <laughs> he's a League One like half. And I think he, as you say, thing. he's rightly been, you know, criticised for well, his display. Not, not he's you never you never fault his attitude, can you? But no. he has been fairly crap since he signed. And he's <laughs> yep. the last. Well, also to be fair, when he when he came on all all season, when he wasn't starting at the beginning of the season, we've we played, and even his presence has caused bother. So. Fair play to you, Charles. <laughs> Not a Charlie Wyke fan, but this is class. That, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Danny Graham fan, <laughs> but this is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, uh, lovely tidy finish at like Swindon. That was like a, a really good finish. And again, on Tuesday, pressure. I mean, did it go down as an own goal? Uh, conflicting yeah, reports. Yeah, there's another video from behind the goal. You know, like that, those slow motion, All right. like really like fancy cameras. Use yeah. a, look a little bit like the like Sun Until I Die footage. Yeah, there's yeah. one of them where you can clearly see it's oh. it's an own goal. He like looked pretty sheepish, didn't he, when, he, when yeah. it went in, like his celebration. He should have ran away like... Like he's done like a no oh well he won't be able to do a cartwheel, will he? But cart <laughs> <laughs> horse doing a cartwheel. Like, it's that he should have done that anyway. Forget yeah. it. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. Move but, on. Yeah, I was I was quite impressed with him. Uh, well, for the goal especially, just just pressuring the defender to make a mistake and it's yeah, he, it's what we needed to get the result. Well he's gonna nod that in anyway, isn't he? So like yeah, yeah. He, he, the yeah. the defenders headed at him because Big, big Charlie's goal, really. You'd think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BBC gave it to him. So. Oh, oh well. well. What more do you need? What more do you need? Exactly. Um, let's go a little break now. And Can we just touch we'll... on the def- um, oh, sorry, just ahead. one one defender in particular who's came in and really um, helped steady the ship, um, playing out of position. Um, not every club in League One can rely on bringing a full international. Back into the fold when you know you're struggling for for numbers and Conor McLaughlin has been uh, what's the word inspirational. I was going to say magnificent. Yeah, um, there was a, there was a very beautiful Colossal. bit during oh, during the game where yes. he just fell over yes. absolutely fuck all as well. And Whoa. you know 
that just that's testament to the man. He can, you know, that can happen to him. Doesn't throw him off his game. Just keeps going. It's just how he, the. It's just how in control he is. He knows that even if he takes a stumble here, that, yeah. that ball's not that ball's not going into danger. I can fall over here, then it'll be fine. I won't fall over at another time when the the opposition might score. I'm going to fall over now. Yeah, just take a break. Just taking a break. Yeah, give everyone just, a chance to recu- recuperate. As if he'd been booked for diving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm diving. I fell over. Oh, oh fucking hell, Connie, all right. He's come a long yeah. way from uh, those Lincoln fans throwing the ball at his head uh, yeah. last oh, season. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That, that wasn't that was very Hilarious nice. times. It's quite the turnaround. Well, he had the last laugh. It's a bigger turnaround <laughs> than the Niall Quinn made at the club. How about I, I would say so. Uh, yeah. I would agree. Uh, you would you have know. thought. Oh. One day, Conor McLaughlin is going to come back and buy the club. <laughs> what a thought. What a thought. Well, on that thought, we will go to a break, so you can ponder that a little bit more. (laughs) When we come back, we'll look ahead to Portsmouth. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Before we look ahead to Portsmouth, just a reminder to go to fromtheterraces.co.uk and use the discount code WMS10 to get yourself 10% off your basket. I don't know if they ship internationally, actually, Tom, but have you have you taken any From the Terraces gear out to Austria with you? Uh, I haven't because the, uh, the gear that I did buy from From the Terraces is at Gareth Barker's house in Mar- <laughs> on Mars. Oh, yeah. And I was it was an gonna... interesting place to get it delivered to, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a gift from uh, the main man himself. But uh, in fairness, I think the uh, the, the ultras <laughs> of the Austrian lower leagues do need to actually look a bit sharper because it's all about, like, gilets and bubbled coats and... Um, yeah, it is, they're not very fast. Also, like they really like like really shit trainers, just like proper, you know the what ones kind that of are trainers? like lime green, just like bright oh. lime green. Oh no, uh, yeah, yeah, having that. Sounds great. They look terrible. God, well, Chris, if you're listening, get making some trainers as well for yeah. the Austrian ultras. Although the they do make gilets at from the terraces, so maybe you can get them some better gilets. Better gilets. Ease, yeah. ease yeah, yeah. them in with that, and then get them into the into the lamping jackets, the jumpers, etc. Yeah, yeah. What um, who you've been to a couple of games actually, haven't you, Tom? Who yeah, see play so far over I, in Austria. I went this uh, first first Friday was here. I went to see uh, Venus Sport Club, which are like the uh, Dulwich Hamlet of the of. Oh, of Vienna. so on brand. Go dig, finding the most hipster club you could possible. Oh Brilliant. yeah, fair play. Oh yeah, they give out free biscuits when you walk in, so that was quite nice. <laughs> biscuits, like definitely vegan biscuits as yeah, well. Definitely vegan biscuits. Yeah, and the. Uh, they were top of the league, but when I turned up, they lost 1-0. Oh, yeah. lovely stuff. And well, also, what colour do they play in? Because can we get any, like, from the like from the terraces, mate, anything in their colours? That's what we need to establish here. Of, unfortunately, mm. they do play in black and white. So. Ah, right. Uh, well. well, there is from the terraces black and white stuff, though, so yeah, we can reappropriate yeah. that and, and uh, get, get sent over. The other team I went to see the other night is uh, first, they're called First Vienna. Who, uh, they play in blue and yellow. And they're like the first football team in Vienna, hence the name. Oh. But they all sing that'll songs been, in English. That'll have been good Which when um, they were playing other teams in Vienna and nobody else to play. <laughs> Just playing themselves. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's play. Oh, we can't because we're the first team. <laughs> 
<laughs> Great. Uh, but yeah, we need to... Well, I, don't, I don't know if there's any blue and yellow from the terraces, but Chris, come on, I'm sure you're listening, get making some so the Vienna Ultras can look more stylish and those <laughs> Vienna Ultras can use the discount code WMS10 <laughs> to get them 10% off as well, just to round things off. Well, yeah. um, let's look ahead to Portsmouth. Um, indifferent start for Kenny Sackett and the boys. Matthew, you'll be delighted to hear, actually, that... Kenny Jackett is could be getting the sacket. Um, fans very much turning on him because of you know they didn't have a great start of the season last season and very much the, they've actually won three games, were drawn two, lost two, even lost to Wigan so far this yeah. season. And it seems to be it seems to be turning at Fratton Park now. Yeah, well, hopefully we um, we finally give the fans their wish and give him the sacket on on Saturday. It, it seems to always be yeah. red, like going to be sacked. Like he the, is literally like he's a, an, a bad appraisal away from never working again. <laughs> but they're always like, oh, they're, they're doing terribly. Then you check the table with the sixth or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. we just, win every single week, concede no goals, but go no higher than fourth. <laughs> it's like it's what? Strange. What? I don't know what that's about. It's all oh, we've got a game <laughs> in hand, but they'll still end up fourth because Ipswich have yeah. drawn or something. Yeah, or yeah. you only get one point for winning that game in hand. Is that Scroat that- Scro- with a ponytail still play for them? No, he, 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 oh, um, he sent a half. He, went, yeah. he got like, a random, to, um, random move to Belgium or something. Yeah, nice. he did. A nice. few, uh, I, th- I think there has been a bit of change there in terms of like Ronan Curtis isn't playing as much. Um, obviously, Burgess I left. hate him. Curtis. Ronan, oh yeah, yeah, you do he's, randomly hear. He's the you? one that they always every time we played him, they're going, "Oh, he's going to like rip us apart," and he's just terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, I hate, I hate he, Portsmouth. Horrible. Yeah, he's struggling well. to get in the side at the minute. It's Marcus Harness who scored against us in the home game last season. He's the top scorer with three. Ellis Harrison, who's got Ooh. a calf strain and might not even play, has got two. But for Whoa. this game, I think it, I think it's going to be quite interesting because. <laughs> The onus is going to be a bit more on them, like it hasn't been against you know against the likes of Swindon and you know Crew. They they know that if they want to go up, they've got to come to Sunderland and get a result, don't yeah. they? So, but I think it'll favour us. Apparently, they're going to play four four two as well, which with the way our midfield three is looking at the minute, fucking yes, please, yeah, oh yes. <laughs> please oh play four four two, lads. Yeah, well, I mean. You'd absolutely fancy fancy us in midfield there, like against two just men. Are like we've been coasting through games, and we look like obviously that you would think Portsmouth are probably going to have a higher. Like we know kind of what they're about, so they are going to be sort of better than Crew. But we look like we have levels to go up to yeah. beat teams like this. Like there was a not fume but there was a little bit of discontent and going oh well we only won one nil on tuesday night and whatever and it doesn't matter look we that's we don't want we could go out and go a thousand mile an hour against teams like crew and then you come unstuck against against the portsmouths and the other just teams that are better than some of the other just teams that are in this league yeah. we don't want to do that and that we're not doing that so please play 442 cuz we'll just tear you apart Kenny, the f- the form just, led bit is in control and midfield. Yeah. They lost the way, the way that power and scouring it just looks so tenacious at the minute. They're just they're not just chasing everything down. They're winning the ball back well. Even the way like centre halves are sometimes stepping out and winning the ball back as well. Mm. Like if they have a two man midfield, I think 
you, you know what you were saying, Matthew, in the first half of the pod about you know that potential sort of like three four nil. A team playing with a midfield like that against us, who maybe will try and push us a little bit more. I think that's what we need to oh, get that yeah. kind of result. To be honest, and if they do that, could be on the cards. I mean, if it's them as well that we hammer, that'd be hilarious. Just that'd fantastic. But I you can't see how I'm like nodding my head and pouting my lips like Brian Potter right now because it's like an audio <laughs> medium. But oh yes, please. But Portsmouth are they not another one of those teams that has like the best midfield in League One or something like that? Or these, like well, you know how Tom, like, obviously as, well, as, as you yeah. know, every, the team that we play every week, yeah. each week has the best midfield in in yeah. the league. So obviously Portsmouth are our next opponents. Mm. Therefore, they have the best midfield in the league. Yeah, like, come yeah, on, yeah. you know how this works now, don't you? Yeah, and uh, but and then it's just like a hundred and four year old Grant Letbit just sprays passes <laughs> like just from corner to corner. And just he's fanta- he's been fantastic. I mean, I thought like I've mentioned him how great I thought he was before, but I'm so, I was so surprised at just how easy he's he's coping with these games and how he's just like coasting through them, but coasting in like a good sense. And when you have those, he has like he's like attack dogs of power and scowen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It works. It just works so well. And like, He's like get, a mafia boss, isn't he? And they're yeah, like his he henchmen, is. His, his, his capos almost, getting to yeah. do his dirty work. Like release the hounds kind of thing. And it's just <laughs> like, uh, honestly, fair play to Parkinson for being able to find a, a place for Ledbetter that's so effective because we thought last season it would be a very, uh, like... like, sad, disappointing end to his career. Because, yeah. like, let's be honest, we all thought yeah. he was finished, didn't we? Well, I said so on the podcast before he <coughs> uh, got man of the match at Oxford. So <laughs> nice. Nice. I said that Lovely I cannot stuff. see how he could have a role for us this season. Didn't Gareth call on him to retire <laughs> after a game as well? Oh, well, so, I can't believe he would say something like that. I know, ridiculous, isn't it, Matthew? Mm-hmm. But you know that was like quite. I think most people kind of agreed. Like, well, saying, yeah, look, like he, especially, I think. Um, Fair play to him as well. Obviously, he's gone away and, and obviously, per, like personal issues we we don't know about and we can't comment on at all. But fair play for coming back and being arguably the best player this season. Like yeah, yeah, and, 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 like proving everybody. Not not in not a sense of when we've had players before proving proving people wrong. No one doubted his. Like everyone loved him. Everyone still loved him, but like proving him wrong in terms of. Like having a role, I think fair play to him. Like it's testament to his character as well. Like he's obviously it proves Absolutely. that. I think if he was anywhere else, he probably wouldn't have come back. No, maybe you don't yeah. know what he's dealing with, but he probably wouldn't have come back. But I think his love for obviously the club and that is so strong that um, he has. And it's a shame there's no fans in at the minute for him. To be honest, yeah, it would because they're like applause those like rake and balls would be getting mm. and stuff like that and even yeah. you know just having his name read out the cheers he'd be, he'd be getting at the minute would be like you're saying Matthew what he's been through at the minute yeah for him to have this sort of like comeback this redemption almost is really nice and you know he's getting man of the match every week like I know this is getting very far ahead but imagine if like we did go up this season and he was our player of the season like 
that yeah. w- <clears throat> which could happen. That's like I know that's quite we're jumping quite far ahead there, and it's very presumptuous, but that could happen, and that would be a bit of a would be like a fairy tale end of the season, wouldn't it? Yeah, it only and be then better. A, and then a three-year deal, obviously. Yeah, oh, I don't absolutely. Only be better if we re-signed Catamol as well, and then they can do it together. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, my heart! You know, like you know that, like Paul be Rudd. Still. Paul Rudd gif is like, hey, look at us. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> who'd, have, who'd, have, who'd have thought it? Not, not me. me. <laughs> <laughs> As a lift in the yeah, League One trophy, ha- both on one. <laughs> Like um, either side of the trophy, in front of nobody. <laughs> oh, in, so yeah, in front of nobody. In oh. front of one thousand socially distanced fans in the West, stand. wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, masks, but Grant led bit of masks. Yeah, actually. yeah. Oh no, that'd be terrifying. Having to look at himself. That'd be that'd be that'd be really like small Grant led bit his face in the crowd. Yeah. Oh no, don't don't want that at all. Uh, Did Phil Parkinson masks anyway? Because of like you know we didn't expect led bit led bit to. Yes, fully agree. Because we didn't expect Ledbetter to get back in the team. And obviously on like on Tuesday night we had the likes of Conor McLaughlin playing, which you wouldn't have expected at the start of the season, unless you're Matthew Keelan, no. of course. No. No. You know when you play on football manager and you're not playing as like Sunderland and you look at Sunderland and it's like doesn't mirror up to real life. So like Dean Whitehead will be like will have scored like twenty goals or something like that and he'll be like playing like Perlo and you know, Josie Altador would be amazing and really like <laughs> yeah. random. You know, and it's just like Kevin Kyle used to be amazing on it and stuff like that. It was like watching us on Football Manager yeah. where like the stats are just out of whack, but it speaks to this depth that we've got. Like, we have a selection dilemma going into this game. Imagine if you'd been told that a week ago, or imagine if you'd been told when Jordan Willis went off injured, <laughs> or by the way, in a week's time before the Portsmouth game. You're not going to know what to play no, yeah. because obviously Tom Flanagan can come back in now. Um, Cal McFadden, who we've not spoke about, actually, he's came in to give yeah, us just, cover just at a left man, back. Just um, a very just a man, very much <laughs> just a League One, just a League One man. To Even he looks shocked he'd been signed. <laughs> just this like stunned <laughs> face. <laughs> what? I was playing at Guys like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm playing in this massive stadium with oh no one in oh, it. Oh, with no one in it. Oh, and, <laughs> it's the same uh, crowd as guys. Your man uh, Sanderson as well. Is it Sanderson? Uh, yeah. Dion Sanderson, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we've we could actually have actual centre halves playing there. So O nine could go back out to full back. Unfortunately, Matthew, that might mean oh, Conor no. McLaughlin has to go. But you know, he's a pro, he'll yeah, be fine yeah. with that. Yeah, he, he might be. Think. Well, no, I'll find out before I am. Before I go to a place to watch the match. <laughs> go to <clears> just a place to watch just the match. Just a place, yeah. But, that well, but that's the thing, isn't it? Like, Conor McLaughlin does not deserve to be dropped, but if you wanted no. to play your strongest team, I know, Matthew, you would obviously agree he would be in our strongest 11 team. 11 Conor McLaughlins. <laughs> And obviously you it's, don't want to you don't want to you don't want to change that midfield three as well. So if Gooch was coming out of fullback, where's there a place for him? And Gooch has been playing quite well over the last two games. Yeah. Like again, like our depth. Maybe teams like Portsmouth do have this because you know, yeah. they've got a few recognisable names. But the fact that we've came through a bit of a mini injury crisis, arguably still in it because of the likes long term injuries to the likes of Feeney, Jamaj, the Willis obviously might still not be available for selection. The fact that we're coming through that, still not quite out of it, with a selection dilemma. Yeah, that's good. Like, isn't it? It's such a it's massive like it's, positive. It's mental. Like, it, it never happens to us. 
Yeah. Like, I think we we always just haven't like end up playing shite and like <laughs> like when we had like, like, when we had like Matthew a striker Kilgallen. crisis like. Like, like years ago and I think it was Bruce was the manager and all the strikers were injured and like Ryan Noble was going to play and he got oh, injured in the terrible. reserve game leading up to yeah. and so even he couldn't play so we had to play like just some formation with no strikers we played Ned and Manure up front I remember we should do that again yeah. we should play Conor McLaughlin up front <laughs> yeah I think yeah. I think just as a son of it, like it's, going on about the team on paper I think I think because of the division we're in I think Sunderland, like I don't want to speak to all, as all Sunderland fans, but they do kind of underestimate the actual quality they ha- we have in the squad because I think Phil, Phil Smith said it ages ago where we're more concerned about, oh, this just a man for Coventry is really good yeah. and he scored all these goals. But it's just like, well, we score, we score goals and we don't lose. So it's like, and then we say, yeah, we do have a selection dilemma because our squad, funnily enough, is actually like surprisingly quite good yeah. for this level because as this season has demonstrated so far this league is awful like and it's awful. terrible it's weak it's weaker than last year it's are, so like, bad you, it's so bad you you see there's lots of it going on all the time and it's all I'm concerned about their like like you say and oh, he's really good no he, he isn't you have he, no he's idea not very he's good. good he's just a man he, you've he, you've not half the time won't have seen him play and if you have seen him play, he's not good because he's playing against other shit teams in this division, not us. Yeah. That's why McGeady stood out so much, like, yeah. like a couple of seasons ago, because he's played in the championship all his career, like, all that championship or above all his career, and now he's playing at the third tier. It's like, wow, even McGeady is, like, tearing this league apart. Yes, because he's miles better than any <laughs> other teams in this league. It's, it's I don't want him to come Lebit, back, by the way. That wasn't a... I wasn't a no, sign. but it's it's similar with yeah, Ledbetter, yeah, isn't lead, it? Ledbetter's played, you know, in the, the championship for a lot of his career with a bit of Premier League experience. So even though he is thousands, <laughs> he's still got better quality than these <laughs> just a men that he comes up against every week. Yeah, yeah, agree. And, yeah, agree. that's that's the thing. Yeses. You should we should be able to stick our chests out and say whatever team that uh, we play against, we are better than that team. There's no team in this division that you think. Oh, they they should beat us. Like, there's no. Well, I'm teams. quite worried about Rochdale's midfield next Tuesday. Like, oh yeah, Billy McCall Smith or whoever, or yeah, just like yeah, just, Ian Henderson. Is Ian Henderson still no, there? He plays for Salford now. He plays for Salford now. Yeah, yeah he's gone oh, for the big oh, bucks. He's <laughs> big. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's going to play for the, <laughs> the big bosses. Oh, can we speak to well. That's just reminded me of uh, what's happened today, of Portsmouth being told that they're not going to be able to uh, have that checker trade final with Salford uh, with fans, and they've sold 52,000 tickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad, that, yeah, I'm glad someone's remembered about this. Yeah. Because You've been back in the drum base for weeks. I've be been issuing pleas to the, the uh, Football League to remember that they... They have a competition that no one cares about, and they didn't finish it last season. Hey, you care about it. I do. I've I've pre-ordered my stream for the final. (laughs) (laughs) The date TBC. I'll be there. I'll be there in my living room watching us beat Swansea's under twenty ones three nil. Excellent. As you're saying, uh, as you're saying, like off off mic, Rory, we should go with your theory of how to finish both of them. You know, in quick succession. Yeah, play them on. Play them on the same day. Play them on the same day. We have 
We have the Portsmouth Salford one on first. Yeah. And then we have, obviously, it's going to be us versus, you know, Swansea's under 21s, mm, yeah. like you were saying, Matthew, in Correct. the final of the other. Um, by that time, we'll obviously be able to travel down there. Yeah, so yeah. we'll be able to go. Obviously, not many Swansea fans are going to go. That's fair enough. So give us all of Wembley. Mm-hmm. But because yeah. Portsmouth Salford was going to be played, should have been played, you know, was scheduled to be played at what ended up being the height of the pandemic. Their fans can't come in, yep. so it's just us. Yep. We're just going to boo Portsmouth and boo Salford as well. Yep. So don't particularly like them, yeah. and then we'll watch us absolutely smash Swansea's under twenty ones. I'm looking like forward lovely, to this. Lovely day. And then Brett Pittman has to hand over the trophy to Grant Ledbetter immediately after. <laughs> Once he's taken the you know pencil from behind his ear, he can then <laughs> hand, hand over the trophy to Grant Ledbetter um, as we've beaten Swansea's under twenty threes fourteen nil. Um, lovely mention of Brett Pittman. Do you want to say anything else that Brett Pittman looks like, Tom? Uh, he'll chip a PlayStation for you. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I was talking about. That's my favourite. Great. Um, right, so I think I think he is your dad's mate, isn't he, Brett? Pittman? Oh, he is totally your dad's mate. He's your dad's mate who can fix anything, but not very well. Yeah, yeah. And it's got a system how to beat the bandit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It goes around goes around like all the bookies playing those um, like fixed odds machines yeah. as well, doesn't he? I hope lots he plays of, uh, on Saturday. Lots of things I hate in this. Uh, He's not going to play for Portsmouth. Podcast. No, he won't He's... play for Portsmouth, Tom. Oh, why not? Because he plays for, he plays for Swindon now. <laughs> He's out injured last week. Oh right, that's a very that's yeah. a very like uh, cashing and move that isn't it? To s- Portsmouth <laughs> to Swindon. Just get the van. Just get in the van and I'll drive up to Swindon. Yeah. He probably still like makes up the numbers if like Portsmouth are short for like <laughs> yeah. an under twenty one. Yeah, he just plays for Swindon on a on a Sunday morning. Portsmouth yeah. don't know about it. Put <laughs> putting his fag out. He goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll play centre half." Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> should do in it the in the van. Van. <laughs> on my trials. <laughs> when I had try, yeah, trials in Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Pittman and Son, Pittman yeah, and decorators. <laughs> <laughs> the Son is who was it would be the Son? Uh, Kenny Jaggers. Uh, Kenny Jaggers. <laughs> <laughs> Son, <laughs> yeah, no, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah, he's like had a son that's fourteen, but looks forty-seven. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic, right? Well, you know when it's getting really silly, it's time for score predictions because that means the score predictions get even sillier. Um, Tom, what do you fancy for this one? Oh, well, I was going to go normal, but if you want silly, um... oh, you don't have to go silly. You know, just you know, listen to your heart. Uh, no, I think we're going to win. Uh, it's going to be another Parky special. It's going to be one nil. 1-0 for you. Matthew? Yes. Um, oh, can I just uh, mention that we've not dropped more points again? My prediction's still going strong. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. Very it good. Is. Obviously, the caveat of we have to have 11 men on the pitch. Yeah, 11 men on the pitch. This will change over time as we drop points. But we... Um, uh, 4-0 on Saturday. Wow, nice. 4-0. What is score? Is the, boy, the boy Connor, is he getting on the score sheet? Yeah, um, probably I'm not having him to score first I think I think an own goal first again mm. Ooh. yeah well, um, that nice. from that man who do I hate again which one do I hate Curtis, Curtis that's him hate him so back in the team from... and back scoring own goals <laughs> yeah own goal from him uh, Connor and then two from Max Power nice. oh nice. lovely stuff 
Lovely to have Max in there. I'm going to say 2 0. I'm also going to go for a brace, but I'm going to go for the boy Charles, keeping up his good runner form. Nice. Brace of two big, meaty headers <laughs> off that meaty, smoggy head. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll be back on Saturday, me and Matthew, to react to this a socially distant reaction Real. pod. And then Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday to look at that in a little bit more detail. I think that covers about everything, doesn't it, lads? Any, any, anyone? Got anything else before we chip off? Uh, no. no, no, nothing from Matt. Tom, any anything from Austria? Um, no, I, I, I did. No. I, although I did the other day have a because um, I've been a scab and I bought the lovely away shirt. Uh, for my my running around the streets of Austria, and it is, it, I look so good in it. I just look so good. <laughs> in it. You're gonna have to gonna have to put a pic on Twitter. Yeah, now, I look. So oh, like put that as the pod. I, I just look incredible. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if you're ever in Vienna and there's any lads fans in Vienna, uh, hit me up and I'll um, ignore your text messages and watch the match on my own. <laughs> but they can look out for you in the away kit. In the away kit, yeah. then you'll then you'll buy them a pint. Done an yeah. away guy to Vienna yet? Um, not yet, but I can. I'll do you some more cans and megabus stuff, which I've been doing. Uh, I don't know. I don't even All know right. who. We, I don't even know who we're playing re- like soon. So I just make up some yeah. stuff. Some Agreed. just men, some slugs that we're going to see off, just oh, like yeah. we're going to see off these pompy slugs as well. <laughs> They're not going to be chiming, you know, stick your whistles and your what? What are those chimes? The your bells up your the, the pompy pompy chimes. You forget the name for bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally forgot the name for Bells. Literally forgot the name for Bells. But that's because they're irrelevant. We're not going to hear them, are they? Are we? Yeah. Because there's no fans in the ground. That man with all the tattoos who changed his name oh. to Portsmouth FC. Oh, best, thing about, no. best thing about this whole thing is Best thing about the pandemic the is... Well, it's that he's not out on the streets, is he? Uh, That's for the best, isn't it? I'm not... I'll let you jump to your own conclusions from that one. But yes, it's going to be another win for Parky and the lads. The party bus is going to roll on. We'll be back on Saturday to react to that lovely win as well. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 